Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellen Boss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to continue our exploration of the nodes of the moon changing signs. They are moving into Aries and Libra this week, and we're going to be uh, taking a look at where they land in your birth charts. Uh, so some horoscopes for today for all 12 signs. Uh, we'll be looking at this according to the whole sign house system, and I recommend listening for your rising sign in, in particular that will correspond with the whole sign house version of your birth chart, which is what I use as a Hellenistic astrologer, but it's it's what I recommend everyone use uh, when you listen to the horoscopes. Um, so this will tell you what houses the eclipses are going to be landing in for the next year and a half, and hopefully give you some insight as to what kinds of themes the nodes of the moon will be bringing up for you topically. Uh, if you missed yesterday's talk, we spent some time looking at the archetypal meaning of the nodes moving into Aries and Libra and the nodes of the moon and their meaning in general, and kind of compared and contrast their meaning in modern, say, evolutionary astrology versus ancient Vedic and ancient Western astrology. So you might find all of that interesting if you missed it. So check that out for a little bit more context than today's horoscopes. So before we get into it, as always, don't forget to like and subscribe. Share your comments in the comment section. It really helps the channel to grow. And um, if you want to find a transcript of today's talk, you can find it on the website, which is nightlightastrology.com. When you're there, be sure to check out all of my readings and courses. And if you have any questions about any of our offerings, you can email us with any of those questions. Email them to info at nightlightastrology.com. Okay, well, let us refresh with the real-time clock so that we are uh, just taking a look once more at the movement of the nodes. Now I use the mean nodes. It's a mean or true has to do with the, the way you measure the movement of the nodes. And so I use the mean nodes. Some people use the true. Either way, uh, what's interesting about this is that here we are today, Wednesday, and you can see that the nodes of the moon are have just changed signs. So we previewed this yesterday, but here they are. Aries and Libra, welcome to town. What this means effectively is that eclipses will be happening in the uh, whole sign houses of Aries and Libra in our birth charts uh, for the next year and a half, approximately. This is going to take us through the rest of this year and through the remainder of 2024 before the nodes of the moon will change signs again. And um, when they do, they'll be moving into Pisces and Virgo next. So interesting. They move continually backward through the Zodiac. What we're going to be doing today is basically just moving the nodes around the wheel, starting with Aries. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to eliminate everything from our perspective, except for the nodes themselves, so that we can look at their whole sign house placements. And we will then go through each of them. Now, before we go into each of the individual horoscopes, Libra through Pisces. Again, I recommend you listen for your rising sign because that will correspond with the whole sign house placements in your birth chart. And as a Hellenistic astrologer, that's the house system that I prefer and recommend when you're listening to my channel, at least. Um, we talked a little bit yesterday about some of the big um, highlights of the Aries Libra uh, placements. North Node in Aries invites us through both an, an impulse or a, a compulsion to explore Aryan themes, uh, even obsessively and even sometimes to our own detriment. Strength, power, courage, perseverance, victory, winning, um, mus muscle or muscularity, dominance, assertiveness, uh, maybe warlike qualities. 
and it says, go in this direction, that there's something there that will quench your thirst. And so the, in the Choose Your Own Adventure book of life, as the nodes are moving along, there's a big call into Aryan territory as the North Node moves into that area. But at the same time, we have all of the internalized wisdom of the South Node in Libra that may temper or even pull us back if that Aryan call is being reckless. So there's kind of a, a like a, a, a treasure trove full of Libran uh, treasures that come from the past that can help us uh, pull back from any, any unhealthy desires that are driving us forward, you know, sort of like a ravenous, hungry ghost, which is what Indian astrologers said Rahu or the North Node is prone to. So the Libran wisdom would be that of balance, peace, composure, poise, um, a, a kind of concern or care for things being balanced and a social consideration, a tendency toward relations and relatedness and the harmony between people as opposed to the strength of the individual that Aries represents and the impulse to act with the 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 will and to direct our actions in a way that is, you know, you could describe it as more selfish at times, but in other ways it's, it's daring and, and Aries can't care if the scales are going to tip or not. So the Libran South Node is about the collective, the collected wisdom that's there, that's been internalized karmically, that can help us to avoid the pitfalls, right? But on the other hand, it can also act as a regressive tendency. The regressive tendency is to say, well, I, I better be careful. I better not upset anyone. I better not tip the scales. I better be concerned about what other people think and I should be afraid of or even avoid doing my own thing or marching to the beat of my own drum or something like that. So this is, you know, the, the but the, it's really important though to remember, as we said yesterday, that the dichotomy is not just go do Aries stuff and try to let go of Libra stuff. It is not that simple. My friends, I implore you, it is not that simple. Don't, don't, don't fall in my humble opinion. Don't fall into the trap of thinking I just need to do Aryan stuff and I'll evolve. The nodes of the moon were both seen as demons in Vedic or jo in, in Jyotish or Vedic astrology. They're understood as pre presences that can pull us um, out of alignment. Either, either one of them has the ability to pull us in a direction that is not good for us or that could act as a, a um, self-destructive impulse. So we learn, in my opinion, my experience, we learn by understanding that the nodes of the moon are like a river that's flowing sometimes in one direction, but sometimes it needs to flow in the other direction. Or you can even think of it as a river that has two separate currents, one flowing in one direction, one flowing in the other direction, and that they represent different impulses that tend to be polarized within us for a period of time. And that working with that polarization is as much the goal of the transit of the nodes through a pair of signs as it is to follow the North Node. Uh, the North Node is not just some reliable guidepost that will take you in the general direction of everything you need to do. Um, so, but it can also be, it is in a, in a way, it is a signpost for something that we need to explore or that we're feeling called to uh, explore as a as a, a desire or an ambition or something like that and and so we also don't want to um, avoid it so anyway 
We said a lot about this yesterday, but I wanted to remind everyone of those things now, because as we bring the nodes of the moon through the 12 whole sign houses, we're going to be talking about that archetypal dyad of the, uh, the Aries Libra axis. And it's never as simple as go do one and leave the other behind. Okay. So at any rate, eclipses come through these signs over the next year and a half. And we will be visiting those eclipses in depth as they come up too. So we'll have so many opportunities to revisit this together. All right, now let's do it. If you are an Aries rising, now I'm not going to labor these. I just want to give you some keywords to work with, some ideas that will guide you over the next year and a half and some things to prepare for. So with Aries rising, the call is into the self, the development of the self, whether that is the body and the literal physical nature that of the body that the soul inhabits, or if that happens to be the character or psychology of the soul, um, there is a need to push forward and explore more of who you are. This is the classic sign of individuality and individuation. North node and Aries in the first house. Go do more of you. On the other hand, the collective, the collected wisdom in the internalized karmic wisdom, we could call it, of the south node in Libra in the seventh house will remind you that you are a social being and relationships will be important and relationships and the needs of others and the care and concern for others will be something that at times will keep you and hold you back from being recklessly individualistic during this next year and a half. And there will also be a way in which you may try to avoid or escape uh, the, the call to individuate through relationships. You may prioritize them to your own detriment. So you, you really, it's the quintessential self and other access and the impulse and the desire body will be pulling you into development of body, self, psychology. Whereas almost you could say like an, an internalized wisdom and even maybe a spiritual inclination will lead you into the consideration of others and relationships. Will that be a regressive pull or something that's holding you back? Uh, or will it be something that's tempering you and helping you balance out and a somewhat destructive impulse toward uh, personal growth that's maybe too selfish or something like that? These are the kinds of things you'll be looking at. All right, let's continue on with Taurus rising. We're now looking at the Aries Libra axis going through the sixth and twelfth houses. So the Aries North node in the 12th house uh, for Tauruses, if you're a Taurus rising, this and I am this is my sign too. So I've got I've got some interest in this one. And I've looked back at periods in my life where the eclipses have come around. Um the call to, you know, the, again, like marching to the beat of your own drum is the Aryan theme. Taking risks, um, developing strength, confidence, assertiveness. But these things for Tauruses live in a, a shadowy and complicated place that is the 12th house. A place that can be um, a source of what undermines you. Uh, and what undermines you can be complicated. So like the Aries, for example, when you have Aries in the 12th as a Taurus rising, if you're not assertive enough, if you don't move toward all of the Aryan themes, the, the lack of those themes and the underdevelopment of those themes 
can be what undermines you. That you're afraid of, like as a Taurus rising, a, a child of Venus, that you're afraid of looking uh, or appearing as someone who's a dominator or who's, you know, like if I'm assertive, it makes me a, a jerk or something like that. So the fear or the tendency to repress those Aryan Mars-like qualities could be something that um, you do that gets you in trouble. Like it literally are repressing Mars or you're repressing the Aryan part of yourself. And so North Node in the 12th house is like, don't repress that any longer. You're going to have to work through why or how this part of you has become repressed. On the other hand, just because you present as Venusian to the world doesn't mean that you don't have a secret side of you that's a dominator or that's very intense and competitive and, um, you know, Aryan. And so is it possible that there's a shadow Aryan part of yourself that you keep somewhat secret and that has a, the tendency to undermine you because it's not well integrated. It's a shadow that's, you know, running amok. And so you have to look at it. These would be some of the things that the Aries North node in the 12th house could bring up. Don't repress that Aries, bring it out. Or if there's an Aryan like shadow that you hide or that undermines you, that you haven't integrated because it's embarrassing or you think it's shameful, then you might have to incorporate it more consciously. On the other hand, the Libra South node in the sixth house can speak to sacrifice, service, hard work with a deep concern and consideration for others, for justice, for fairness, for social equality. Um, the sixth house is hardworking and sacrificial with Libra South node there. There's a wisdom that says, don't push for too much for yourself or be careful of the shadow of selfishness. Um, you know, be concerned and considerate work and sacrifice and service on behalf of others, on behalf of balance, fairness, harmony, peace, beauty, and, and, and work and be sacrificial for those things rather than being selfish. On the other hand, if you are repressing the Aryan qualities intending to lean into the, the Venusian side, then there might be a way in which the Libra South Node in the sixth house and its call to service and social concern uh, is actually regressive and holding you back from developing something of the Aries qualities that, that need to be developed and consciously integrated. So those are the things that I would suggest looking at for our Tauruses. All right, let's go ahead. Whoops. Let's move along now to, um, to Gemini. So with Gemini rising, the Aries North Node is in the 11th house, whereas the South Node in Libra lands in the 5th. If you think about the Aries North Node in the 11th house for Geminis, you think about the call to action, the call to arms, the call to take risks and adventure, to strike out and do new things uh, with other people, within groups of people, uh, making new friends and allies for the sake of a mission or a purpose or a new um, initiative of some kind. You also think about the, the willingness to have conflicts or to, um, to fight for things. In the 11th house, that might mean not caring so much what other people think or allowing for certain kinds of divisions or conflicts or tension to arise in groups and meeting them and facing them with courage, as opposed to, you know, um, sitting back and trying to harmonize maybe to your own detriment. 
So the Aries North Node in the 11th, I see it as a, a call to action, uh, a call to you know risk-taking and new things around groups of people, but it might also call you into certain kinds of principled conflicts or departing from others that you don't see eye to eye with because you just need to do something on your own or you need to um, you know, branch out somehow and there could be departures or divisions that come up among friends, colleagues, or groups. But probably for the sake of starting something new or being truer to some kind of calling, being willing to march to the beat of your own drum and finding new people to surround yourself with. On the other hand, the Libra South Node in the fifth house may remind you that joy and creative fulfillment is a social process that's you know, mediated and, and balanced through uh, joining your will with others creatively and for the sake of, you know, having fun. Um, the South Node in Libra in the fifth house says that, you know, you have creative abilities that are socially aware and socially responsible, and you know how to harmonize with others and to get good results um, creatively, how to have fun and joy creatively. And so can I lean into that if, you know, the, the, the war, uh, the war drums are beating a little bit too loudly and driving me into too many conflicts. And there's some kind of selfishness that's overriding me uh, around groups of people, or I'm, I'm too eager to get my own way, that I can fall back on this deep knowing that I have around uh, creativity and harmonization with others. Oh, but could that part of you be regressive? Could that part of you could that same wisdom be holding you back from some way in which you need to branch out or take a risk socially, creatively? These are the kinds of tensions that I think you'll be working with. And one is not better than another. They are, they come as a package for us to explore. Let's go to Cancer. The North Node is in Aries in the 10th house calling you into new actions, initiatives in the workplace. This is time to strike out on your own, to start a new company, or to get up the courage to ask for the promotion or uh, to take on a leadership role. It is the time where you maybe uh, you have to find your courage in order to face or deal with conflicts in the workplace, or uh, you may be um, called into a more like competitive space where you have to be more assertive um, and you have to chase your success and be a little bit more competitive than you're used to. But the, the war drum beats in the territory of career. And it says, do new things, take big risks, you know, uh, branch out and start something new, um, develop a competitive and uh, fiery drive to succeed. Be number one. It's a very Aries thing, right? But on the other hand, you have the deeply internalized wisdom uh, of family and balance and harmony and relationship and relatedness and fairness revolving around the private sphere of life, the home and, and family or living environment of your life that's private, that's apart from your reputation and work in the world. Um, and so the private sphere of life may temper or balance your ambitions if they're becoming reckless or selfish or blindly competitive and domineering. You may find that you're being called to look very deeply at family karma, living environment, and the need for peace 
or fairness or balance um, at home or in again in the private sphere. So the, these are the tensions that you're working with, the desire to branch out and do something new to take risks, especially in the workplace versus the harmonizing um, the concern with aesthetics and with the balancing of atmospheres and environments. It's very different. The one is also acting as the source of rest, comfort, and security in the fourth house, whereas the 10th house calls you into risk in the unknown and uh, a kind of a pioneering or trailblazing approach out in the world. Interesting dynamics. We go to Leo and we see the north node of the moon in the ninth house. And that north node of the moon in the ninth house calls you into the refinement or development of your beliefs and your belief system or of knowledge, of knowing, and of systems of thought, or new spheres of interest, going back to school, for example, or becoming more interested in religion and spirituality, broadening your horizons by traveling abroad. There's a pioneering um, impulse with Aries here. Develop new thoughts, blaze a new trail. Um, look very carefully at and be willing to almost like have a, uh, a debate contest in either in your mind or within yourself over what you believe or with others actively, actively engaging with the, the sword, you know, conflict and, and the, the, the war drum is beating in the sphere of religion, beliefs, um, guiding systems of belief or thought and learning expansion of horizons. So there's a need to um, take risks and maybe journey abroad to take risks and study new things, to challenge your own health, your long-held beliefs, or to advocate and fight on behalf of them somehow. And that impulse will be very strong in that area. Whereas there's this internalized wisdom that we have available somehow already there from the past that says, keep your mind balanced, fair, peaceful, just, considerate of others. Be a peacemaker, be nonviolent communication, Live in the everyday world where what's important is balance and symmetry and not having the ultimate answers that you go and crusade on behalf of. And that's a wisdom that may keep you from the worst of the North Node in Aries. It's also a wisdom that could have you trying to avoid or escape from something that you need to go and check out or do. So you think about systems of belief and the path of the, the kind of the war drum path of uh, Aries in the ninth versus the, the peaceful everyday maintenance and harmony of the South Node in Libra in the third. Conflict and peace around the mind, thoughts, beliefs, learning. All right, let's move. That's for Leos. Let's move on to Virgo. So for Virgos, we take the North Node and put it in the 8th and the South Node in the 2nd. North Node in Aries in the 8th is really interesting because there's a desire to establish um, contact with other people collaboratively. The 8th house is a place that's associated with the esteem of other people as well as the resources and possessions of other people and the way we get entangled with those things for better or worse. Aries North Node says, I want what you have. Or it says, I, I want to do something with you. I want to start something new 
that takes me into uh, a contract of some kind with someone or something else. I'm, I'm joining myself very deeply to something else because of what I think it will bring me or what ambitions it may help me um, to, to achieve. Uh, the, on the other hand, that same exact North Node in Aries, Mars ruled, could be about severing, separating, or dealing with and facing difficult conflicts, uh, conflicts of interest, conflicts of value between yourselves and others in existing relationships or existing exchanges of values and energies, uh, existing soul contracts that you're in and the desire to break apart or the need to face conflicts within them, to face fear and anxiety regarding death. That's another North Node, Aries, Eighth House kind of thing. On the other hand, the Librin South Node in the second says, rely on what, what you have and find the peace and balance of being self-sufficient or of... of reciprocal exchanges that don't leave anyone feeling like they got taken advantage of. Um, or, you know, look at what you have and how what you have is already enough. Or uh, look at your own resources and how they can be shared or used in service to other people. Um, how can I use my resources or how can I live with what I have in a way that's not going to upset anyone? Um, on the other hand, the Aries North Node says, I want to get something, I'm going to have to make a compromise or I'm going to have to get involved with other people and try to take advantage of what they have and what I can give and, and so forth in a way that it requires risk or, or uncertainty. And the Libra South Node can temper that or it can be a regressive pull to say, oh, you know, don't rock the boat here around money, resources, exchanges with other people. It's just pull back and try to be balanced and, and happy with what we have or something like that. Anyway, there's a lot there. Let's go on to the next sign. Uh, Libra. So Libra rising, we take the North node in Aries in the seventh, South node in Libra in the first. The call to enter into new relationships or to face uh, conflict uh, tensions and to address them in relationships. So Aries North Node is not afraid of a fight in a relationship. If it needs to happen, and it might need to happen to actually make the relationship better. But on the other hand, the Aries North Node in the seventh can just say, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to enter into a relationship, even though it's a risk, and I'm used to being more sort of peaceful and balanced and, uh, you know, sort of self-contained and poised and refined and, um, you know, I'm not going to tip the scales and show my cards and become super passionate and lose myself in someone else. As a Libra rising, you know, I'm going to be, uh, I want something that's very, you know, that, that's balanced and doesn't take me away from myself. Well, the Aries North Node in the seventh house is, again, it's like the wardrobe beating and, and it's beating blood and passion in love, risk, and, you know, sort of, it's much more like sky, skydiving into love. It's dangerous somehow, or it's about facing conflicts and being willing to fight for something or being willing to fight with other people or to leave situations because your own needs are important and you can't just sit back and try to be peaceful and balanced all the time if something's not feeling right. On the other hand, that sort of reckless, passionate, airy and drive into relationships could be in some ways disastrous and not at all what you need right now. And so the tempering effect 
of the Libra and South node says, pull back into yourself. Let's be peaceful and let's look at this from a balanced perspective and uh, not lose ourselves. And that could be exactly what you need. So the tension is something you're going to be working. You see how it's in the opposite direction in many ways of what Aries was dealing with. Okay, Scorpio. Well, for Scorpio, we take the south node of the moon and we place it in the 12th house, north node in Aries in the sixth. So the north node in Aries in the sixth is the is like quintessential hard work, fighting, sacrifice, labor. You're, you're burning with, you know, passion. Pa you know, passion means to suffer along with in some kind of love and ecstasy simultaneously. So there's a Arian call in the sixth house to burn with something, to serve a higher calling, to fight a good fight, to work for something that you believe in, to uh, put your sword metaphorically in service of a cause, a mission, a purpose that requires an act of giving and an act of service or sacrifice. So that's the that's the 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 war drum beats in that area. On the other hand, the Libran. Uh, South Node in the 12th house might say, look, there's this part of you that needs developing and integrating, which is the part of you that doesn't quite know how to be a peacemaker or that doesn't, um, that, that, that's embarrassed or ashamed of being more balanced, thoughtful, refined. You know, it's like a warrior doesn't want to, doesn't want to appear like a politician or like a, uh, someone who is uh, really, you know, sort of, it's like, the, you know, if you're like, someone who's really good at winning, you know, and fighting, it's, it's some, it's just like the Venusian person. We had Taurus rising that might have a hard time admitting that there's an underlying, you know, warrior or fighter in them. Similarly for the Mars type of people with a Venus ruled sign in the 12th, it may be hard to admit that there's a more gentle, feminine, balanced, considerate part of you that's that you're somehow ashamed of or that you've repressed or that you, you don't know how to consciously include. And so you may actually, you may actually be called somehow to integrate and develop that part of you so that it can, it can check, hold in check this burning passion to go and fight for more stuff, which is already pretty natural for you as a Scorpio rising a child of Mars. On the other hand, if, the um if there's kind of like a maybe more of a, a a secretive part of yourself that's very libran and in an unhealthy way which means let's say calculated sort of so, socially calculated and a little too aware of what other people think and want and desire and that you you sort of hide how socially aware that you are you know in a way that's like maybe it's just like clandestine and um it's like uh you know, so the Libran area, in other words, can be problematic for you. And the Aryan part of your chart that calls you in, into sacrifice in service could be sort of saying to the Libran 12th house part, like, don't be so calculated. Don't be, don't be so concerned and worried secretly about what other people think, because it can be kind of a secretive shadowy part of you as a Scorpio. Um, and so yeah, the, the Libran part could pull you back from some kind of restless passion uh, that is just hurtling you into more obstacles and, and fr frustration and kind of strife uh, and, and pulling you back and saying, let's work on the Venusian part of me that's not well developed or that I've repressed. But on the other hand, that very Libran part could be regressive somehow and um, 
it, it could be a part of you that has a little self-destructive quality. And in, 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 in that case, the, the Aries call to action uh, without thinking and plotting and planning so much so that nobody's upset, uh, maybe that's checked somehow by the call to the Aries of the Aries North Node. Hope I explained that well. It's a little tricky. So let's go into Sagittarius territory where the South Node is in Libra and the 11th and North Node is in Aries in the 5th. And for this placement, you get the feeling of the war drum beating in the house of creativity, joy, spontaneity, pleasure. Um, for me, this, this one is really like, um, you know, it's like getting a motorcycle or, you know, it's the sudden impulsive desire to have a baby with your partner, or um, it's the impulse to be creative in a way that is fundamentally risky and uncertain, but thrilling and, and exciting. Now, the Libra and South node may check you or pull you back from the, the destructive and impulsive qualities of the fifth house, which might, you know, get you into a motorcycle accident or have you drinking or spending too much or gambling or being impulsive in the name of pleasure, but in a way that's like dangerous and destructive, which is very possible. Rahu can be like that. So South Node and Libra can say, let's just remember the bigger picture here. Let's keep our poise and remember a, a balanced and broader picture uh, where, where we're involved with all sorts of other people. And, um, some of this might be selfish and reckless. And what would that do to some of our alliances or our social networks and the, the peace and harmony of, the, of, of those ecosystems in our life? And so there's a, a kind of refined wisdom of your social life and the groups and the, like the, the ecology of your social life that the Libra South Node will bring up and call upon as a source of you know, wisdom. There's just treasures in that area for you right now. And that they will be there for you as a resource um, to, to help check any kinds of ultimately like destructive and sort of like obsessive Aryan fifth house impulses. On the other hand, they could be regressive. Uh, and so you have to be careful that you're not like resisting the need to, you know, explore new creative territory uh, because of you're, you're too concerned about tipping the scales uh, creatively and and socially, but who will I upset by doing this? It's interesting the way that the everything you you always have to take the the conversation between the nodes into consideration, and not one is better than another. So with Capricorn rising, North Node Aries goes into the fourth South Node Libra in the tenth. The North Node will call you into uncharted territory around family or home. This is building a new home. This is moving. This is um, moving in with someone. It's facing or being willing to face conflicts around family, the past, your parents. Uh, it can be about division and conflict and strife within the family that you have to be brave enough to face and deal with as an adult. Um, on the other hand, there can be some kind of, uh, again, reckless or impulsive uh, quality to the Aries North Node in the fourth house uh, and the Libran South Node in the 10th. That will say, you know, you know, remember that you have um, a place in the world that like, OK, let's just say the Aries North Node is like, I'm just going to, you know, it's the impulse to go and live off grid. The South Node in Libra will say, yeah, but remember all of the things that you love to do creatively and professionally. Remember your friends at work. Remember the larger 
sphere of social, uh, you know, relationships and sort of social bonds and contracts with other people that you have and the people that you serve in the world and the harmony that you experience as a social being or in your professional life. And those things will call you and in, in, in a sense, back to yourself to check the impulse that might be leading you into um, some, some kind of, you know, some, it could be leading you in a destructive, on a destructive path with respect to things like your family or your home or your living environment. It's funny how our social reality outside of the home can act as a, as a check um, on the, what's happening internally. Um, what I'm doing inside my house has to be in dialogue with what I do when I go to my office or workplace, something like that. So the other thing I could see though, would be that if you have the need to move or, or find or define what home looks like or feels like for yourself in a totally new way, that the Libra South node in the 10th could be some kind of regressive tendency to get stuck and like, well, what will other people think? Or, you know, what, what will I do for a job if I move to a different state or something like that? And it could keep you locked up and not wanting to, again, tip the scales because of professional and social concerns. So you kind of look at the relationship between these two areas. <clears throat> well, if you're an Aquarius rising, we take the North Node in Aries in the third, South Node in Libra in the ninth. And I look at this as, you know, having the, the desire to have original, new, daring, and maybe even divisive thoughts. It's like individuating mentally in how you communicate and how you speak and how you think even in your attitude or outlook in life in some broad sense, there's the need to individuate here. And uh, to do so will be to take risks, to upset people, to maybe debate or even have conflicts with people because of a change of mind, a change of communication, a change in how you think and perceive. But this, it's like change your mind and, and be daring and original and inventive and individuate mentally. That's the call. Whereas the Libra and South Node in the ninth says, yeah, but you know, you got to make sure that you don't upset people or that you have systems of belief that are very, you know, friendly and harmonious and um, that uh, are ethical and very considerate of others. So you could see how the South Node in Libra could act as a check on the North Node in Aries if you're becoming like a belligerent asshole, you know. But on the other hand, it could be that very like calculated, don't tip, don't rock the boat kind of attitude of the Libra uh, South Node in the ninth house that might be um, like a regressive pull. And what you really need to do is think your own damn thoughts, even if it upsets other people or it doesn't fall nicely in line with a religious tradition or something like that, or if it upsets a professor or whatever the case might be. Okay, let's go on. Now to Pisces, we finish our tour of the Zodiac and we have the South node in Libra in the eighth, North node in Aries in the second. I think about the, the war drum beating in the area of your resources. The, the, the call is to develop your own uh, skills, develop your own abilities, develop your money, develop your business, develop your resources through um, doing new things through your the power of your will and your individuality. There's a calling to um, be stronger and more self-sufficient 
and to cultivate the skills and abilities that can enhance your life by either getting you money or by naturally attracting more positive, helpful resources into your life. Well, this is also about just new investments or new purchases or new ways of handling money uh, and taking some risks in that area or needing to learn and grow and, and go in a new direction. Now, the Libran South Node in the eighth will be the call to um, remember and consider what you share to other people or in what ways are you obligated to other people? So for example, someone says, I, I want to go back to school and develop some new skills that might make me more money and get me a different type of job. But the Libra and South node says, but you're married with kids and you have to pay the mortgage. Okay. So there can be a way in which the South node checks the North nodes impulses, just a reality check of who and what you're obligated to. And you share who and what you share things with that prevent you from just striking out on your own willy nilly you know, or in a way that would be reckless or destructive. But on the other hand, you could also see that that could be regressive and you have to be willing to disappoint again, other people and in a sense, get out of contracts or amend those contracts and say, look, I know that we have an agreement or arrangement or that I, I take you into consideration, but I also can't sacrifice so much that I deny the impulse or need to do something new or develop something new so that I can be uh, in possession of new resources or different kind of resources. So at any rate, there's a conversation there that's happening. That takes us through all 12 signs, everyone. Um, here's what I hope you got from this. Even if you, you know, you, I hope you listened to all of them, but even if you just listened to your rising sign, what I was trying to communicate is that there's a conversation going on. Um, if you listen to yesterday's video, the way that Vedic astrologers talk about Rahu and Ketu, uh, I think is really, really helpful. Rahu is this impulse to go and try to find happiness in the world through the satiation of a new set of desires and impulses. Let me go do this because I wonder if that will sort of be the answer, or at least right now that feels like it's the answer and I want to go do that because that'll make me really happy. We can get like obsessive with it. And, um, but it's still like uncharted territory that we also have to acknowledge that the soul somehow is being drawn toward and will learn from somehow, not just because it gets something or develops something, but because of what it can't, what, what that area can't give us or the ways in which it fails to provide us with something we're looking for. The South Node represents kind of internalized wisdom from past lives or the collected wisdom that we we've we already have somehow. And it can it can satisfy us if we tap into it. Like Libra, for example, the South Node can be like, this is what I already have. This is what I'm already in possession of. And there's something there that can help me come back to the present and stave off this kind of hungry, obsessive ghost that wants to have me go do all of this stuff that may be somewhat destructive if unchecked or could represent um, something that's sort of a, a obsessive, um, a hungry ghost. So the, the, the Libran wisdom is like there almost like as something already in your bank account that can help you. But on the other hand, it can also be this almost like regressive escapist tendency to go do the Libra thing and just try to check out of the, the current challenges or the current call uh, to new experience and a new area of exploration also resemble also represented by the North Node. 
So that that's a that's a conversation. It's not working that tension is one part of what growth can look like right now. But it's really important to distinguish that from saying go and do the north node. Like go do Aries stuff and then you'll evolve. That's n not it in my humble opinion. So anyway, I'll leave you with that. I hope this was useful as always and I hope you're having a great day and we will see you again tomorrow. Bye everyone.